What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Hey guys, happy Friday. If you're listening to this, the day that it comes out. Cloud with you here with another New Vision Podcast. We're continuing on with our book study through the book of Joshua as it's going alongside our sermon series as well as the reading plan that we're doing as a church together. So like we said here and earlier this week, we hope at the end of this, pretty much everybody who's taking part in this is going to be an expert on the book of Joshua. And so the podcast is filling in the gaps where the sermon series doesn't kind of get all the, the little verses and everything. So we're going to do that verse by verse. Today, we're in chapter three of Joshua. We have just heard um, the the story of Rahab. Many of y'all have heard that story growing up. And so we know Joshua has been uh, carefully planning how they're going to cross and take take down Jericho and cross into Jordan, across the Jordan and, and, and into Canaan and take for their own the lands that are already theirs, but they've got to do it. And so here we are in chapter three. They've, they've just heard the report of the spies from Rahab, who's cooperated with them, that Jericho's theirs. Like it's, it's a victory waiting to happen. It's already theirs. The people are afraid of Israel and all they have to do is cross and, and God's going to win. God has won and will win that victory for them. And so today we start up in chapter three where we're going to see that. This, it's starting. Now's the time. Uh, this marks today, this marks the, the change of when Israel was in the wilderness uh, wandering and that stage of their journey, their walk, to now the land of conquest. Now they're crossing the Jordan and it all begins today here in chapter three. This is Joshua chapter 3, verses 1 through 6, and I'm reading out of the ESV. Then Joshua rose early in the morning, and they set out from Shittim. And they came to the Jordan, he and all the people of Israel, and lodged there before they passed over. At the end of three days, the officers went through the camp and commanded the people, quote, As soon as you see the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord your God being carried by the Levitical priests, then you shall set out from your place and follow it. Yet there shall be a distance between you and it, about 2,000 cubits in length. Do not come near it, in order that you may know the way you shall go, for you have not passed this way before. End quote. Then Joshua said to the people, quote, Consecrate yourselves, for tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. And Joshua said to the priests, Take up the Ark of the Covenant and pass on before the people. So they took up the Ark of the Covenant and went before the people. And in just those short few verses, we're getting this preparation. They're about to cross the Jordan. It's a big deal, and we'll, we'll finish that up in the next episode on Monday. But just a quick recap, obviously the main player here we see in these first few verses is the Ark. Now this is, if you've been with us at New Vision for a while, you know we have gone through the Exodus Sermon Series, and hopefully that will recall to your mind what the Ark of the Covenant was. It was a, a physical representation, a symbol of God's presence and it was in the tabernacle, and it was the holiest of holies. Touch it, you die. Like, very, very holy. It, it represented God's presence. And especially here in this battle, he's they're about to, to the ark's going to go out. God is commanding this nation, this army. He's the one that's leading it. It's a theocracy. He is, you know, holy. And this is the people that are going to war. They represent him, and he has represented his presence in this Ark of the Covenant. The Ark of the Covenant had the Ten Commandments inside of it, 
It had uh, Aaron, the high priest's rod. It also had a jar of manna. So those are reminding us back to those Exodus uh, podcasts and sermon series that we did, the manna, if you know those stories. So anyways, the ark represented God's presence. Now, in this, I think it's pretty interesting as, as the ark becomes this main player, God's presence, you know, we see the people's response to it. I, I kind of wrote, you know, a takeaway point that we kind of see that still applies to us. Obviously, we don't have an ark. And, and furthermore, we see, again, in the book of Joshua and, and, and later on, that they try to misuse the ark. They think it's, oh, it's a magical token, but it's not. There's this holy, fearful thing about it and God's awe and his wonder and, and his righteousness. And so when it comes to that, one of the takeaways we see in this text is uh, is purity. And I'm getting that from verse 5. This is one of the main takeaways. Joshua, so they're, they're, they're getting the people prepared, okay? And get ready, we're about to move out, okay? Then he says in verse 5, Consecrate yourselves, for tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. Now, consecrate, this is a, a reminder again of uh, back to the Exodus story. So the last time we heard this was at the foot of Mount Sinai when they're about to get the Ten Commandments. So God says to Moses there, here in Exodus chapter 19, verses 10 through 15, he says, Go to the people and consecrate them today and tomorrow and let them wash their garments and be ready for the third day. For on the third day the Lord will come down from Mount Sinai in the sight of all the people and you shall set limits for the people all around, saying, Take care not to go up to the mountain or touch the edge of it. Whoever touches the mountain shall be put to death. No hand shall touch him, but he shall be stoned or shot. Whether beast or man, he shall not live. When the trumpet sounds a long blast, they shall come up to the mountain. So Moses went down from the mountain to the people and consecrated the people, and they washed their garments. And then verse 15, he said to the people, Be ready for the third day. Do not go near a woman. So we see the same language here in Joshua. And Joshua had trained up under Moses. And he would have seen some of this crazy, like, they're, they're scared at Mount Sinai, the lightning and the thunder and God's holiness, and then they get the Ten Commandments. So he's familiar with the language, hey, consecrate yourself, big deal. And here in Exodus chapter 19, the consecration, you know, to consecrate yourself, he's, he's talking about they need to wash their clothes. Okay, so this is kind of symbol of being clean, all right? To be in God's presence, we have to be clean. Okay, that's a big deal. How do we get clean? Okay, and then we also have uh, verse 15, don't go near a woman. So obviously this is talking about purity and being, you know, sexually pure. So, and it has a variety of ways that we can be, you know, practically apply purity, Consecration, holiness, you know, being sanctified. And so for this first point I wrote in here as a takeaway for Joshua, purity prepares us to see God move in amazing ways. Purity prepares us to see God move in amazing ways. Or I, I could do it more alliterated, right? We could say purity places us to be a part of God's plan. <laughs> There's too many Ps for you. But maybe that'll help you remember. Purity places us to be a part of God's plan. Purity places us to be a part of God's plan. And, you know, we see that again in verse 4. Don't come near it, the Ark of the Covenant, in order that you may know the way you shall go, for you have not passed this way before. And so the, this holiness that we need to have, you know, balanced, because there's two aspects of God's nature here. We see, you know, he's with them, he's close, 
He's got the ark. He's with his people, you know, a comforting presence. And yet he's fearsome and, and, and awesome and he's glorious. And, you know, those two concepts have to be kept in this healthy balance. Part of that is how, how do we relate to God? Well, it's through purity. And ultimately, we can't do enough on our own to be pure. We all know that. And so what, what does it take to be cleansed, to be pure, to be righteous? Well, it takes the blood of Jesus that all of this is pointing forwards to. This is uh, just a sliver, a glimpse of what ultimately will fulfill God's people and his presence with them on earth that's namely Jesus, the Son, Emmanuel, God with us, which we just celebrated at Christmas. And so, But all that to say, if you're in Christ, you're positionally pure, you're righteous, you have, you, you're, in God's eyes, you're righteous, like you, you've been cleansed. But that doesn't mean that we don't then have this life now on this side of heaven that we continue to strive and, and take hold of what is already ours you know, the land is Israel's. Now they have to go out and get it. We are righteous in Christ. Now act it. Act like who you are. You're a new creation. And so purity places us to be a part of God's plan. You see this when they're they're taking the Ark of the Covenant and says, hey, stay away by 2,000 cubits and the Ark's going to go before you. So that's like about half a mile and the ark's going to lead them across the Jordan. The ark's going to lead them to these victories. God's presence is going to do that. And their purity and their seriousness of God's holiness and, and you know, having God with them in their presence, yet also remaining far enough back, you know, in, in, in reverence and fear and holy awe, that that purity is placing them to be a part of that. Verse 5, again, Joshua said to the people, consecrate yourselves for tomorrow you will see the Lord do wonders among you. You get to see that. You get to see, and, and being pure places us to be a part of that. I think that's super practical, and I hope this has been encouraging to you. And stay, stay tuned, because we're coming back on Monday for another one of these podcasts when they finally cross the Jordan, and we'll see Jericho and all those, those awesome battles. So hope this encourages you guys, and you all have a great day. We'll see you on Monday. Thank you guys for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. As always, we hope that you heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk and reflect Christ in your everyday steps. To find out more information about New Vision, you can go to newvisionlife.com or follow us on Instagram at newvisionlife. Again, we're for you, we love you, and we look forward to seeing you back here on Monday.